everybody. Welcome back to Boozy Book Reports with Sam and Beth. Yay. <laughs> We're here for spooky season. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad it's spooky season. I like it We too. had a long ass summer in our town. It yeah. just dragged. I mean, I know everybody's like summer, 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 but I'm like, no, hoodies, spooky season, like weather vibes, like some fog, some trees, some leaves. And I'm yeah. happy. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm excited. I I love, as we've discussed in many an episode, I guess now, I love soup so much oh and it is soup it's season. It's officially soup season. It's <laughs> so. not the sweater weather. It's the soup, it's soup weather. It's the soup, soup, soup weather. weather. <laughs> soup weather. <laughs> well, we're we're popping off on a, on the spooky season with what we're reading today. Yes. Um, we're reading Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, a 90s child classic. Um, honestly, when... I put this book on the list. Mm-hmm. I actually meant to put a different book. Oh. So it's similar. Wait, book, I, what book were you looking for? I was looking for this book called In a Dark, Dark Room and Other Scary Stories. Oh, I missed this one. This, when you told me that this was the yeah. one, I, like I had seen this one. I had seen this one before and it scared me too much because there's like a skeleton face on the front and it was just too yeah. intense. So anyway. It's, it's almost clown-like too. Yeah. I still wasn't prefer- prepared for what I saw inside. And, and honestly, I was like, oh, this is going to be a kid's book. It's not going to be scary enough. So you don't know this, but like we were going to record last week. And so when I was prepping for this book... I was just watching scary shows. So I was watching like haunted mazes and haunted houses, people going through them. And I was like, like when I read this book, I put on like horror music from like a Spotify playlist. And I was like watching all this like I am. Um, there's a new called the the Midnight Club that I was watching on Netflix at night. And I was like getting myself all like Did ramped up. Yes. And, oh. and I was so scared a couple times because I did it at night. I'm like, you're so dumb. I went the other direction where I <laughs> refused to read this at night because I know I get myself all spooked up. And I read it on a Sunday morning with my cats in the morning. <laughs> so two approaches to a very to a great book. So, so I think that might also explain my feelings about it, which are diff- maybe very different. different. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anywho, but before we jump into all the book details, we need to jump into the drink details. And Sam made us two beautiful drinks tonight. Yeah. So um, one we've got, the first one is going to be the toe Mm. from the book. Which Uh, it does look like there's like a severed tip of a toe in my glass. Yeah, that that is a a Luxardo Maraschino Cherry, but it's basically a Cure Royale. So a Cure Royale is a champagne cocktail and there's some creme de cassis in it, which is just a blackcurrant liqueur and champagne. So this should be pretty like hopefully good. Okay, I love champagne, so it's good. You made a face. Girl, I always make a face. (laughs) I can't handle bitter. No, it's not. You think it's bitter? I think the normal person that would have it would say, oh, it's not bitter. But for me, anything that's not sweet is bitter. It's so sweet. Okay. Oh, it's not sweet at all. Okay. Like, but it's really good. So I brought a little bit of tonic for you to make it sweeter because I was (laughs) worried that you might feel that way. So, Okay, I'll try again. We just poured in some grenadine. But the good kind, not the super syrup, but it's sweet. Yeah, it's much sweeter now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I came prepared. I'm a baby. I'm a baby. (laughs) I'm just a baby when it comes to drinking. The next one's going to kill you. Okay. Perfect. What is this? It's beautiful. She has the most beautiful garnish of, is it apple? It's an apple that has a pink flesh. 
Yeah. It's, it's like it's a gorgeous. pink and white mottled flesh. It's really delicious, too. They're kind of tart and sweet. Yeah. So, yeah, I really like it. It is very creepy, though, for an apple. Like you were, she brought this apple to work the other day. She bit into it at lunch and I was like, it's bleeding. Your apple <laughs> is bleeding. Spooky apple. Spooky, spooky apples. Spooky apple. <laughs> so uh, I guess we're going to call this one a jack-o'-lantern rose, but it's a, uh, it's a Jack Rose cocktail, which is usually lemon juice and grenadine and mm. uh, some apple brandy. But I also put in some apple pie moonshine, so it'll make it like a good fall drink. Oh, and some cardamom bitters to make it like extra warmy. But it's I think it's still going to be kind of tart for you. Ooh, I love it. You like that one? Yeah. Ooh, that surprised me. So good. Yeah. Like the only thing that would make this better is more of it. You know what I mean? I'm not going to go there. I can can already feel my stomach burning, (laughs) but (laughs) tastes so good. Yeah, Mm. I like this one. That's really good. So yummy. Okay. So speaking of yummy, what was your initial feeling in, in seeing this story and reading or reading this book again? So I hadn't read it the first time because I was not about to read anything <laughs> spooky. Like as we, I think, discussed, several boxcar children were a little too scary for yeah. me as a kid. So I hadn't read this. I <laughs> I expected to be more scared. I felt a little like when my mom made us watch Children of the Corn for the first oh, time. Yeah. And she said it was the scariest thing she'd ever seen. And we watched it. And I was like, this is dumb. Um, how old were you? Probably 14. Okay. But I'm not good with scary movies. Okay. I could, that, that, yeah. movie, that movie, though, I have to say, that movie freaked me. It was not like scary, scary, but it freaked me out because the kids were freaking creepy. The kids are creepy. You know? I agree with that. But, but it wasn't scary. Do you know what movie really scared me? What? I'll admit, Signs. I could not. Oh. Watch. I screamed <laughs> the, like nine times the oh. first time I saw Signs. And I actually made myself watch it over and over to become like okay with it. That's amazing. So I I don't watch a lot, a lot of scary movies. I'm not good with them. Oh, fifth grade? Mm-hmm. I watched The Blair Witch Project. Oh, that's never that a good idea. That was a mistake. Yeah. I watched that in the theater because I'm slightly older than you um i watched that in the theater theater with i'm already drunk just so you know i've already drank half my drinks um uh oh it's here um anyway but i went there with my friends and i had to try and be cool because it was like i was there with like a guy i liked and like all my girlfriends and their guy you know so i was like i had to look cool yeah and i was like dying inside i was dying i was so afraid because it was like no but nobody did things like that yeah the, the shaky cam and the found footage so Okay, shout out to my siblings, one of whom does actually listen to this. The other is a turd. Love you, but you're a turd, mm. Keith. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to the turd. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He always says he's like, I'm going to listen. Um, But no, he's he, he'll listen eventually. I'll get a phone call in like a couple weeks. He's like, I listen to all of them at once. And he's like, why'd you call me a turd? <laughs> <laughs> he'll know. My sister will text him. Anyway, I watched Blair Witch Project and the deal was I could watch the movie, but I had to like be cool, basically. Like oh. my parents were like, you can watch it, but do not wake us up. Do not freak yourself out yeah you know like that's this is this is the rule and i could not hold up my end of the bark yeah (laughs) and i woke up in the middle of the night i was so scared (laughs) Mm -hmm. and i went up and uh you know was like dad i'm scared he came down and talked to me and it was fine i went to bed and then the next day instead of uh comforting me for the choice of watching this movie my siblings and my parents made fun of me relentlessly and then my brother and sister took a bunch of sticks and made the briar witch (gasps) dude like the stick figure in the backyard 
and then I like went out and I wasn't expecting it and no. I saw it and was like <gasps> and then they just laughed at me and were like you're that's an idiot that's so mean I know that's I love so them. mean well <laughs> The, Bla- the Blair Witch is definitely a <laughs> trailblazing like show and movie that brought on a lot of like like this whole new contemporary like terrifying movie moments. Yeah, because I, I don't know. I, I have I want to bring up some other movies, but they're just it was a different vibe back in the 80s. Like it was scary, but it was like way more slashy and just different. Scary. Yeah, gore. This was like, oh, shit, this could really happen to me. I could be in the woods and all of a sudden I'm standing in a corner waiting to die well because you don't know like that's the thing about Blair Witch is I think that actually is really scary I was actually reading a Reddit thread about this the other day about why Blair Witch is scary and it's because you never see the witch which makes it super scary super scary so you don't know if there's actually this supernatural being or if it's just a crazy person in the woods like a serial killer killing people or if one of them has like lost touch with reality yep. and is killing the others yeah you have no idea yes. it's just and death yeah that's how it ends like no it's thank so you scary well i'll say that scary stories to tell in the dark was a trailblazer of its time too <laughs> so sure. i'm not sure if that's 100 percent, but i found out some facts that i wanted to share some little facts so this is a there's three books in the collection mm-hmm. first published in 1981 and it's specifically horror stories for children. Is it scary stories, scarier stories, and scariest stories? It's kind of like that, yeah. yeah. I didn't write them down because I was like, you know what? We're never going to read any more of these. Scary um, stories part two, electric boogaloo. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> not electric boogaloo. So, <laughs> the scariest of boogaloos. But the author, whose name is uh, Arthur Schwartz, uh, drew heavily on folklore and urban legends, which you definitely can see. Yeah. And he... Um, he was influenced by Shakespeare and T.S. Eliot and Mark Twain and amongst others. And yeah, it was actually a super, it's a super banned book. <laughs> so what? it's um, on the American <gasps> Library Association oh. as being one of the most challenged book series from the 90s it and the is. seventh most challenged from the 2000s. And it made the list again in 2012, all from Wikipedia. So thank you, Wikipedians, I for forgot providing about that. info. Have you ever done the banned book list? And um, looked at the, how many of them you've read or not? I've never done it because then I just will just have more books that I want to buy for my my my. I think our next list. book is also on the banned books I'm, series. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of our books will be or yes have been or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's also like so this. There's actually a documentary you can watch on um, Amazon Prime called Scary Stories that was released in 2019, all about like the backstory of this. Which I was like, I'm gonna watch this, and then I was like, No, I'm not. Is so it, is it creepy? No, it's just like a documentary on like oh. the author and like the where the stories came from and people's reactions. Okay, and I want to watch memories. that yeah. actually. That sounds like really up my alley of a kind of yeah. a dry documentary, but it's kind of cool. And then I just, as Sam came into my house today, I was finishing watching, um, it's, I always say his name on Guillermo del Toro. Guillermo de, del yeah. Toro. <laughs> Technically, my cat is named Guillermo, uh, so I, I should say? be. Oh my gosh, Guillermo del Toro. Anyway, I just know this dude because he did Pan's Labyrinth, and that was one of the yeah. scariest effing <gasps> movies of my life. That stupid thing with the hands. Okay, okay. And then he, the knife with the mouth. I was like, we used to oh. in grad school. We used to draw on post-it notes. We draw eyeballs and stick them oh, on, on your hands, hands and, and do, do that. The Pan's that, Labyrinth. That thing. movie was one of the scariest movies and most beautiful. Like I would love to watch it again. I've never seen it. It's so beautiful, but it is freaking terrifying. Yeah. And I know he loves horror and whatnot. So, but I watched it. It was actually really good. So I would recommend it. It's on Netflix. So my mentor used to do the Pan's Labyrinth hands when we would have to do things on Skype because it was 
was back when there was no Zoom and it was only Skype. But oh we my would gosh, do this it's on... like, please stop. Please. <laughs> it's still funny to me. Yeah, I mean, it, it is hilarious. But when you see the movie, you're going to be like, oh, that guy's creepy. I should be terrified. Yes. Uh, so the author, though, he actually wrote this other book that I was thinking of when I recommended this book, that this was the book I actually want to read called In the Dark Dark in a dark, dark room and other scary stories. And I was at Canyon View Elementary School in our beautiful library. And I had to been like eight years old. And I checked out that book or I was like reading time in the library and I open it up and there's a story called The Green Ribbon. Mm-hmm. And it's about this little girl and she always wears a green ribbon and she's super cute and whatever. And one day this guy comes up to her and he's like trying to flirt with her. And she's like, oh, why do you have that green ribbon? She's like, mm, it doesn't matter. It's not important. And then he eventually like, you know, they get older in the book and they start dating. He's like, well, what's that about? And she's like, I'll tell you one day they get married. I happy. just have a tribal tattoo there. And yeah. I'm very embarrassed yeah. about it. Yeah. No, just this green <laughs> ribbon that's tied around my neck. And so I'm reading this story in the library i can i can visualize it right now i'm terrified and it cuts to the last scene and she's an old woman she's dying she's like okay honey you can take it off now um and you'll see why i couldn't take it off before she she takes it off her head falls off she had been dead the whole time she's some kind of weird zombie that he had like made sweet love to for the last you know 50 years and they she have kids i don't have remember zombie kids i don't know dude but that book freaking i'm scarred <laughs> Like, like it was just so intense to read that story as a little kid. And I'm like, who writes this for children? And this guy, you yeah. know, and now he has, a, he has a huge collection of volume of works for stories that will terrify you. It does, especially with the end of the book. It does have a very like literary sort of um, almost like a history textbook bent Feel? to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it cracked me up because like the beginning of the story. So this the scary stories to tell in the dark is broken into a few sections if you haven't read it for a while or have never read it. And it's like five different sections. And the first one, it's all these stories, but it's like they're teaching you how to tell tell them to your friends. Yeah. So you're supposed to like bring this out at a slumber party and like tell these stories. And then it says, and now jump out and try and kill them. You know, it's very much that. With my look, I would read it like Sister Michael and Dairy Girls. I'd be like, <laughs> and now jump out and kill them. I know, right? But it does, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> it does have like stage directions in the book for to scare your friends. So yeah, I thought that was initially I was like, that's kind of lame. But later when I thought about it, like if you're trying to learn or trying to find scary movies to freak your friends or scary uh, tales to, to freak mm-hmm. your friends out, at least he sort of gives you like how to do it. I wonder if like kids today do that at summer parties. Like when you were growing up, did you do sleepovers and do scary stuff? Uh, we usually just pulled out the Ouija board. Yep. Yeah. Ouija board. We always stayed up really late and then we'd start doing light as a feather, stiff as a board. Oh, we tried that. Yeah. We, we Did you ever do uh, I Believe in Mary Worth? No. You, oh, you go oh. into the it's it's like a Bloody Mary oh, thing. Yeah. You go into the bathroom, you shut all the lights yeah. off and you say I, it's I believe in Mary. Don't Ruth. say it in my house. But no, 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 like this little, my mom had a jazzercise instructor named Mary. It was, her name was, I think it's, I believe in Mary Ruth, mm-hmm. but she had a jazzercise instructor named Mary Worth. And so oh. we used to be like, I believe in Mary Worth. And they're like, ah, jazzercise. <laughs> no, I did stupid. Bloody Mary a couple times as a kid and it, yeah, I was so scared. Yeah. Um, like I would not do that in my house as an adult. I would not call that into my life. Now, do yeah. I believe that Bloody Mary is a poltergeist or, you know, scary being that's going to come? No. Am I going to test fate? No. That's kind of how I feel about it. It's sort of like the Ouija board I thought was sort of harmless fun and pretty sure my friend was just pushing it around. But like, yeah, there's some of that stuff where it's like, I don't know if I necessarily believe in yeah. that stuff. But I also don't want to push the boundaries. I don't not not believe. Like I don't 
I don't want to try. I don't know. I, in my in my <laughs> in mouth, my, I'm much more skeptical than I am in my heart no, of hearts. <laughs> yeah, in my brain, in my mouth, I would just be like, okay, that's fine. But yeah. I watched an episode on um of this show on HBO where it had these, uh, shoot, I can't remember what it's called, something, Colony, and it was really good. It was a black-based show. It was wonderful. But they had these two little girls in the show that were freaking terrifying. And I'm a grown-ass woman. And I watched that show, and I kept seeing them in my mind's eye around my house. And I was just like, oh, no, girl, you're not made for this. Mm-mm. Um, back to Kidland though, I had a memory of doing this game called Concentrate. Did you ever do that? Mm-mm. So you'd stand behind somebody and you'd have them close your eyes, and there's like a whole like rigmarole that you do. But I just remember like you just tap on their shoulders, you'd be like, Concentrate, concentrate. Mama's dying, baby's crying, concentrate. And then you'd be like, crack an egg on your head, and you'd put your fist on the top of your head and then oh. hit it and like push your fingers down their face to make it. Yeah. And then you'd be like, stab a knife in your back. And you'd like stab them and then and then you would just tell them a weird story and then you'd shove them. Yeah. And say, push you off a bridge. And we used to do so fun. going on a treasure hunt. X marks the spot. Mm-hmm. Circle dot, circle dot, big long question mark. And then you do these all in the back and then yep. creepy collars down your back, blood running down your back. And then you cold breeze and you blow on their neck and then you tight squeeze and you give them a little squeeze and it gives you the goosebumps. <sighs> we used to do that. Yeah. We also used Just- to sing a song that we would, we could pull that out at like Halloween. Mm-hmm. Did you ever, <laughs> we used to sing uh, gobs and gobs of greasy grime gopher guts, sawed off lizard tails, half chewed fingernails, gobs and gobs of greasy grime gopher guts will be on the table tonight. What a fright. No, absolutely not. But I love it. <laughs> we used to I sing love it. This is like sibling, sibling I- episode (laughs) well speaking of love what were some of your favorite stories out of this Uh, Uh, we're not going to go through all these because number one no number two uh they're children's stories so some of them are uh much less scary than others (laughs) (laughs) well i have to say the best thing about this book is at the end there's a cleansing palette like make you laugh stories at yes. the very end. So well, and there's like a whole uh, literary history and bibliography, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I had a moment of like, man, this is great. And then I thought, childhood of me would have thought this sucked. <laughs> Adult me is like, wow, how interesting the folklore. <laughs> um, I did not read any of that. <laughs> no, it's so good. I was like, no thanks. No, and it tells you all the journals they Mm-mm. came from. Do not care. The New Mexico Folklore Record. No. Nope. New York Folklore Quarterly. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Who's so, your folklore bulletin? Oh my gosh. Okay. I so really loved it. you are such a goob. I love it so much. Okay. So my first story that I really liked was called The Haunted House. And it was about this haunted house where everybody's like, the house is haunted. And this pastor goes up there and he's like trying to figure it out. And basically it's being haunted by this lady. And she's like, My love, somebody killed me for money, and my lover killed me. And I wouldn't tell him where the money is, but I'm gonna tell you if you get them caught. And she's like go take my finger bone back to church and put it in the offering tray Mm -hmm. so when it goes around and the person sees it they're gonna freak out and i was just like that's real effed up like Mm -hmm. (laughs) like, that's a messed up story for kids but it worked and she did find who killed her so and he did get his money so yeah it was super creepy but i really liked that story but i was just like wow this is a lot for like a seven-year-old kid to like process that one was one I actually wrote. I was I said I like this one. It's sad, but it's a story. Some of the other ones are more just like 
you know, mm-hmm. and then something's coming and then bleh, spooky, mm. spooky, you know, and everybody's yeah. supposed to jump. But that one was like a, a real like nice developed story. Yes. It was also creepy and I liked it very yes. much. I like. Yeah, I think that one was good. That was a good one. I liked that one. So in an unsurprising twist, <laughs> I really liked the new horse. Oh, my gosh. Horse girl. This energy. is like the maximum horse girl energy. <laughs> like this is horse girl energy to like. Okay. Like, she's a witch, you know? Yeah. She's running around turning people into horses. It's funny. And riding them all night and putting yeah. them away wet. Yeah. Yeah. Rode hard, put away wet. Exactly. Yes. And then you got to, like, work all day after your, like, Bin- paws hurt or your hooves. <laughs> your paws hurt. It just, it was, like, the thing that disturbed me about this. So this witch goes around and she, like, ensnares people. What did she do? Put them in a... She puts a, a bridle, bridle on them. Yeah. And so, you know, and this guy figures out what she's doing and he does the reverse reverse Uno yeah. to her. And But he, like, takes her back home to her husband and he puts... No, more than that. He shoes her. He takes oh, her he to the first, yeah. In the middle, also... What barrier is open <laughs> in the middle of the night and is like stretch? Yeah, no problem. <laughs> I didn't know you had this horse, but um, I'll put some shoes on it. Just the mental, like, I mean, I love farrier, like TikTok and YouTube. Like, I love watching that crap. It is fascinating. Yeah, yeah. And how they do. Do you watch it? Are you in in that? I mean, we did it. I used okay. to. <laughs> so. Maybe not as exciting for us city girls. Uh, but it's like there's this whole community of people that they post their videos of them shoeing yeah. horses and mainly like just cleaning out their Yeah, hooves. we used to do that. I used to have to do that for our horses. Like when oh you go on a gosh. big ride. Yeah, you like. It was intense. That was like one of the things when you would. Uh, so w- there was a couple of summers where I'd go out to my grandparents and they'd be like, and this is your cult to break. And so we'd have to like halter break them mm-hmm. or like train them to basically like walk on a halt with a halter and not freak out. And that was one of the things you had to do was like you have to pick up their feet a bunch because you need to be able to clean them out. Yeah. I actually had hoof polish for my horse, Joe. It was like nail polish for horses. That is (laughs) so much. It was glittery. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, at the end of this story, it's freaking traumatizing. (laughs) I could not. Yeah, I could not. Yeah, I kept imagining the whole time like my hands being chewed. She's going to have nails through her hands. Yeah. yeah, that, that was, was disturbing. Um, was not. I mean, I was a fan, but not a fan. It was really creepy. That was yeah. one of the creepier stories. I loved the story of the girl who stood on the grave, and yes. it's like me too. It's like that double dog dairy type of stuff yeah. when you're a kid. So good. Yes, I also wrote. This is my kind of story because I feel like that's a moment I could have. Like, yeah. Oh, I nailed myself to the grave. Yes. I'm an idiot and gave myself a heart attack. <laughs> yeah. So basically, she her she. Everybody says like, if you go into the graveyard, somebody gets you, you die, whatever. And so this girl's like, uh, uh-uh, I got this and so she goes with a knife and somehow like freaks herself out and stabs the she, knife into the ground she sta- yeah stabs it into the grave yeah but she ends up stabbing her dress yes. and she gets she thinks something's grabbing yes her. and she gets so scared that they find her dead the next day which first of all homies you didn't hear her scream like you didn't think, oh, I'll go go they didn't see go with her though. But they were far. I mean, I thought they were like outside the graveyard. No, I thought they. She just was like, this dance is lame. I'm leaving. <laughs> oh, I don't. They didn't go with her. She just went by herself, which also does not check out. No, because does I not feel like that's the vibe check. <laughs> One single lady's like, I'm going to the graveyard by myself tonight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one time, so I used, I lived for a little bit in this town in Sweden, and there was a big graveyard in the middle of the town, mm. and there was one time I ran through the graveyard. 
at night by yourself? Yeah, because I'd go running. I mean, it's Sweden in mm. the winter. It's dark for Oh my early. gosh, your idea and my idea of so, running is so different. <sighs> I'm thinking running like Phoebe style from the police oh, or yeah, from like no, a no, bad no, guy no, or for no, something. I went You're for, thinking like jog, like I exercise. Went for a <laughs> We're in Sweden. The J's make a yeah sound. A I went for a yog. Okay. A, a light yog. Through the okay. uh, graveyard. I'm picturing like it's my shortcut through. It's my shortcut home, but I just have to sprint it so nobody gets me. <laughs> like that's what I'm picturing. Well, so the Swedes are very different about death, or at least about graveyards. So they take uh, All Souls Day and All Saints Day very seriously, and so they people go and like spend the day picnicking in the graveyard and like hanging out with uh you know just, it's just a different sort of I think treatment. So the, the mm-hmm. graveyard was actually quite active. People walked through it all the time. It was quite old. But I kept seeing these little lights. And then later my roommate was like, oh, yeah, it's the time of year where you go put little like battery candles on oh, your that's cool. relatives grade and I, I graves. And I was just like, oh, God, I got to run. <laughs> <laughs> I never run through here again. Oh, so I just terrifying. continued. I, yeah. After that, I only ran through the Frisbee golf course. Like, yeah, this is awful. I, I there, we have a graveyard in a in an adjoining town that's really close, and it's like, oh no, it's there's graveyards and there's it's a cemetery because okay. it's attached to a church, or is it a graveyard because it's attached to a church? I do a gra- not understand one of those, this. It, you can only yeah. Okay, the difference is one is attached to a church. So, um, <laughs> Sam is out of booze. <laughs> Her face is sad. Sad face. Um. Uh, but anyway, they have like you go there. It's like, oh, you know, 1800s and like early mm-hmm. settlers of this this city yeah. and stuff. And so anyway, I used to love walking through there and it was just like yeah. so satisfying. But it was like that's not spooky. The, the town I grew up in, the, the there was like a very old part of the cemetery or graveyard or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then there was like the newer part. And so a couple of times we went through and walked through and just looked at just the dates. Just oh, to yeah. see. That's it's always fun. fascinating, I think. Mm-hmm. I, Absolutely. That's a, that's one of the things that I, I think because we're on sort of the West Coast. When you go to the East Coast, you're like, oh, man, these graves are actually really old. <laughs> you know, they're yeah, ours are like, oh, 1834. <laughs> yeah. That's the oldest grave in town. Yeah. And then there they're like, yes, 1677. Mm-hmm. This this lady died. And you're like, oh, gosh, wow. that's so old. That's so old. All right. Okay. Next story. Okay, so those were kind of the only stories I really liked from the oh, front of oh, what? I like the the Wendigo one. The one with the with the one from Canada. Oh, the, I remember the Canada one. Yeah, but I don't remember what it was about. What was it about? Where the guy takes the Native American guy or the First Nations individual. Oh my up, gosh, that was terrifying. The thing like makes you run so fast that your feet burn off. Yeah. Oh, I liked that one. I thought that yeah, one was cool. That was intense. Yeah, I like creepy, creepy, creepy story. Like yeah. That. Um, dude, as we're talking, I'm having so many flashbacks. So yeah. when I was a kid, there was Snick at night. Do you remember Snick? So it's like I remember it was Saturday night Nickelodeon. Oh, yeah. Snick. Okay. And so I didn't have cable okay. because I was a poor. Okay. Well, <laughs> now I feel bad, but not really. Anyway, but like, so they had this. Yeah, they had horse, this, <laughs> but no cable. <laughs> they had this show called Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, so that I was on Snick. And so, like, that show would scare the crap out of me on like a Friday night or Saturday night. I think it was on. Yeah. And it was so scary. And there's one with Melissa Joan Hart and she's like babysitting this boy or something. And he's just like, all he says is I'm cold. 
I'm cold. And I'm like, oh, and he's like, a, he says it like a little British kid accent, which yeah. I'm sorry. There's nothing more terrifying than a little pale ass British kid talking in a soft voice while playing the piano. There's nothing else more terrifying. And then uh, missed. You're just, it's done. I it's mean, done. If they t- talk about things like... I, they could be talking about like I like Cheetos and I'd be like ma'am you're possessed <laughs> like I would just I cannot get away from me tiny yeah it's <laughs> the the worst movie for that ever tiny was the melanin others. impaired British child <laughs> <laughs> did you ever see that Nicole Kidman movie the others no because I oh cannot watch scary movies it was like so is that the one where she has a prosthetic nose no that's the hours oh uh, <laughs> but nice try <laughs> thanks no this one is equally scary it's about this and spoiler alert if you haven't seen it but also it came out 20 years ago so get over <laughs> so it get with the time so or just like, admit you don't watch it like she's me. living in this old manor and her yeah, husband's yeah. off at war and she has these two children and this they're is being not haunted the Civil war ones no 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 that's, that's not the beguiled or whatever the cold mountain oh, not cold mountain either okay clearly i'm a very big nicole kidman <laughs> fan i have seen all her body of works uh <laughs> but anyway she's just like they're being haunted yeah. and they they're trying to figure it out and it turns out that they are the ghosts. Oh, and it's just very like. It's icy dead people. It's very that. But we are dead people. We are dead people. Wait, and now we. Post M. Night Shyamalan? This was around that same time. So it was like late yeah. 90s. It was. It's a beautiful film though, but those little kids are so scary. It's like The Secret Garden. Did you ever see that as a kid? That movie was freaking scary too. It's like the. The Victorian girl needs a daddy. Yes. Show. Why is that scary? Because they're British. <laughs> I think you're just scared of British people, Ben. Not people, children. <laughs> right? Brett has a fear of British children. Yeah. My fun fact is I'm afraid of British children. <laughs> Especially if they're in Victoria, not Victorian. If they're not Victoria. <laughs> I'm flushed. Just want to let you know. Yeah, this one I think might be the the, the warmest the one we've is done. The warmest. <laughs> well, it needed to be because I need to be relaxed so I can go to bed tonight. Just talking about all this scary stuff. Okay. Yeah, all these British children. They're, they're really terrifying. terrifying. I'm going to put a, together a British children compilation video for you and force you to watch it. Have and you ever you'll be seen like, Game scared. of Thrones? It's That's just no, chock full of no, British that kids. that is not the same thing. Okay. No, I'm going to show you my specific. <laughs> it's a very niche uh, fear. <laughs> so, I mean, I think I get where it's coming from. It's but very scary. <laughs> like, there's nothing worse. Now I know if I need to scare you at work, I'm just going to sneak in a small British child to our government building. <laughs> yes, and just have them like dust them in some flour and just have them standing there staring. Wearing like overalls. <laughs> oh, it's so scary. Okay, so... The back of the book to me was the most scary because it was urban legends and it's stuff that I grew up like talking about. Yes. Yeah, these ones will because I think they're the, very familiar. They're very yes. modern. Yeah, I think what's scary about them is they are rooted in the I okay. So I as much as I think ghosties and bumpties and small British children, which are obviously figments <laughs> of the imagination. Mm. <laughs> British British people just oh my gosh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> um you know, as as much as scary as those things are, like the really scariest thing is like what humans do to one another. Oh, yeah. And so, yes, I'm with you. These ones are all rooted in reality. They're things that have happened. And so. Or could easily happen. Yes. Or yeah. like 10 times worse. Ha- like Dahmer is really popular right now. He's trending because there's a Dahmer. It's yeah, so gross. There's all these like Dahmer groupies. And I'm just that, like. That existed before gross. the show. But it's even worse now. 
And people like, anyway. I feel bad for that actor. He he just, he played a creep in, well, he wasn't a super creep, but he turned out to be a creep in Pose as well. Mm. He just I just got feel bad vibe. for like the victim's families that it's being, yeah. he's being glorified. And they're having Side to like. note. Relive I mean, it. Yeah. And then people like having shirts and merch. And there's people on Etsy that have like Dahmer merch now. Like it's so freaking weird. Well, this is like the women that write letters to prisoners. Uh, like Charles. Yeah. Well, prisoners. I mean, prisoners should have rights and, and have oh, contact. Absolutely. But Charles Manson. Yeah. That. Like, but there's a difference between writing to someone that you knew prior to or that you had a relation with. I mean, not Charles Manson, but yeah. seeking out someone that's, hey, this is a serial killer. Yeah. I think he's hot. Like that's to me is like yeah. the creep levels like high on that. No, I agree. I agree. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I don't. I. Yeah, not yeah. a, not it, not not no, 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 no. <laughs> not into it. Boy, that killed my vibe. Okay, sorry. <laughs> no, back to. But this was okay. But these so, are the creepy ones. Yes. So the first one was called the Hook, which yeah. is like basically this couple go to Lookout Lane and like they hear on the radio that it escaped whatever is out and has a hook for a hand and the guy is being very aggressive i i want to put him in with uh our list of also shit doctors uh for shit date yeah this guy is a shit date yeah yeah like just like bad bad men bad men and books yeah and it's just like the 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 girl's being reasonable she's like that prison's not too far away like what's going on it's like yo babe it's fine yeah it's good just trying to make out you know like he's not gonna climb all the way up here yeah we're on a cliff let's just get busy yeah i just want to touch a booby and not worry about serial killers and he's like Girls are always afraid of something. Yeah. Yeah, like, bitch. There's a reason killers. for that. Yeah, that's that like thing that about like what are women afraid of? Like men killing you. <laughs> yeah. And then what that's are men afraid of? Women laughing at them. Yeah. Like there's a difference. There's a big this. difference. It's <laughs> a smidge. <laughs> um, and anyway, so like they're sitting there and finally she's like, let's go. And they leave. And then when he drops her off, he's they see like the hook. In yeah. the car or something like that, which I saw this brought up in a different. This was not my original thought, but I think I need to bring it up is the fact that in a lot of horror films and stories, it's people that have a disability yeah. that are made out to be the bad guy. And I was like, as soon as somebody said that, it's now I whenever I've been watching horror films, I'm always seeing now like the ableism that comes with it. Yeah. And I'm like, that's really effed up. It is. Yeah. It's always like somebody, you know, who's missing something or they're like, you know, there's a lot of like, uh, people who are just struggling with mental illness. Yes. Being- well, and there's a lot of like crap around like, oh, that person is has this X, Y disorder. So that makes them violent. It's like, OK, yeah. but in reality, that's not it's a st- stereotype and it's not real. Yeah. So anyway, but I just want to bring that up. So we realize that this is ableist. Um, I do have to say, like, um, after reviewing the tapes, I feel that Captain Hook is actually a hero because Peter Pan is this old man that's been a boy forever that kidnaps children to force them to play with him for their whole life and then turns them into donkeys and sells them so he's a trafficker just saying maybe maybe that's a leap does he turn them into the donkeys i I thought that was somebody else also he becomes robin williams so how can you say that (laughs) (laughs) Uh, anyway okay if you're part of the pro uh captain hook lobby please let us know (laughs) yeah i'm just like I love the new Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie. Have you seen it? Probably not because you're an adult. <laughs> I'm not. No. I'm sorry. I made a really ridiculous face there. Like, why would I see it? It's this? so good. It's a live action cartoon. It's like Bridges Both Worlds. It's 
Roger, no. No. Do not scorn your face I, at me. It I'm is scorning. so good. Scorn. It's so good. Who does the voices? Um, It's, uh, I don't like the guy. It's the guy oh. that cheated on his wife uh, and then had a baby, even though he said he didn't want a baby. The stand-up comic. And he was Louis on cocaine. Oh, no. Um, he's a young guy. He's always on SNL. Maloney. Oh, is that his name? No. Um. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. The one. son <laughs> cocaine. I sorry. And his wife takes beautiful pictures, and he like left her and yeah had an affair um, and had a baby. John Mulaney. Mulaney. Oh, it's him, and I can't remember who the other. Okay, book. but I, I, I gave it a. It was okay. I don't like him, but the voice. It was. Have you ever seen Oh Hello? No. Oh, it's one of my favorite things. It's him, which. I, I don't approve of the life choices, but it's him and uh, Nick Kroll being two old men who are obsessed with Broadway. Oh. And who maybe killed somebody. Oh, nice. But maybe not. And they have a prank show called Too Much Tuna, oh. where the prank is that they put too much tuna on a sandwich and give it to people. I love it. And they do it to like famous celebrities. Yeah. They do it like to Stephen Colbert. Oh, okay. But anyway, anyway, John Mulaney. I just, I just want to give a shout out to Chippendale, the rescuers, <laughs> the new movie. Okay. It is worth the watch and it has a lot of good nostalgia in it for anybody that grew up in the 80s and 90s. So don't knock it till you try it. And <laughs> <laughs> Sam's like literally looking at me like I'm trash. Oh, Lord but God. I love it. No, you're so, not. But okay. The next urban legend that I love was High Beams. That one freaked me out. Yeah, I, re- I remember watching the movie. Did you watch the movie Urban Legends? No, but this has always been like one of those scary stories that you mm-hmm. hear. I feel like uh, these are things that my mom was like, watch when you get in the car and keep the car locked until right before because somebody might get oh, in. Yeah. Always check your back seats and yeah. lock the door as soon as you get in and don't linger. I feel like there was an unsolved mystery that probably also talked about this. There was a big this. rumor, too, that like gang members would flash their lights at you and like if you pulled over or flashed back, they followed you home and killed you. That was, I feel like, in line with this because basically in this story, if you don't know the high beam story... This girl goes to like she's running out of gas on a rainy night and she pulls in this gas station and the gas attendant's kind of creepy. And um, oh, that's a different version. There's a couple versions, but I'm going to mix. They both. actually talk about the other version in the bibliography. <laughs> that's, that's why Sam is smart. <laughs> <laughs> so in, in the version I've heard, it's like the attendant's trying to like talk to her and be like watch out and she's freaking out driving away yeah and then he shouts at her oh, there's someone in your back seat but in this version someone starts following her from the gas station and um every once in a while they just flash their brights at her yeah and she's freaking out driving faster she and she's, she's going on this chased. like dark road which i have been followed before in my car oh like as a teenager a what? couple times because that's what teenage boys used to do sometimes we used to cruise right gas was 88 cents a gallon you just fumed it up on you know a, a Saturday night so my girlfriends and I we would go to cruising around town and there are specific treat- streets you would cruise down to like see cute boys and whatever and one time we were driving by and these guys just started following us and then we went to the bowling alley and then they parked in the like big lots across the street and it was like a whole thing and I was just like what are we gonna do and I'm like I don't care there's four of us and three of them we got this and I was like okay delusion anyway we did were you fine. grow up in American graffiti <laughs> I grew up here. <laughs> like, excuse me, I have to move my poodle skirt. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry cruising was so like the thing. We would cruise Clearwater, and really? they had no cruise. They have no cruising laws. I mean, they used to at least where you couldn't pass like the street more than two times in an hour because wow. people. Would ju- and we used to have us Hastings over there, yeah, where the Gold's Gym is for anybody that's local. And everybody <laughs> would go there, and people would just park their hot cars, and you would just like meet people and whatever. It was like a meeting spot for teens. We just went to the skate park. 
We, we just walked. I don't even know if we had a skate park at that time. It was bad, but we would walk to the skate park yeah. or we would uh, go to the, there was like a little park where we'd mm-hmm. all sit on the swings. Or we'd just go to my friend Alicia's house and then we'd play hide and go make out behind Alicia's mom's suburban. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's a pretty cool game. Very cool. Oh. Anywho. We did not cruise. So this girl's cruising. Yeah. Flashing lights. She freaks out. She gets home. She's running to call the cops. And the cops kind of like try and grab the guy that's like following her. He's like, no, no, no. It's not me you want. It's the guy in her back seat who clearly has like a weapon, a knife or a gun or something and is going to murder her. Yeah, it's a knife because that's why he flashes the high beams. Yeah. Because every time he he lifts the knife to apparently in a very like, you know, <laughs> it's like, way. He lifts it up. And- also, like, <laughs> I feel like that's the worst time to stab someone is while they're driving you in the back seat where you have no control over the vehicle. hundred percent. Like, not well, not thought, well thought out. out. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm that not a, I'm not a proponent for violence, but this was dumb. <laughs> when would you stab somebody? Mm-hmm. Okay. The other story was the, when would I? Yes. Mm, I don't want to say in case during it can be used against me in a court of law. <laughs> during a podcast. It's like during a podcast, I'd reach under my chair and be like, <laughs> okay. The other story that was terrifying was the babysitter because I babysat a ton as a kid and babysitting is terrifying. Like, yeah, this was before cell phones. So it was like you were at the mercy of the parents just to come home. They wouldn't even tell you where they were going. They'd yeah. be like, we're going to play bingo and go out. Cool. We Where's might be out? back. Where's out? <laughs> like if their kid had an emergency, there's literally like a list of numbers for me to call other, yeah. you know, responsible adults. And then you have to awkwardly like, hi, Mrs. Johnson's <laughs> friend. <laughs> Beth, I'm I don't know what to do for the Robinsons. We've had an issue. <laughs> May I please oh. speak to so and so? Well, and I started babysitting when I was like nine years yeah. old, ten. And it was mainly just for the neighborhood people. But now I see 10-year-olds. I'm like, I would never let you watch my infant. And I was watching like toddlers, like people in diapers. My sister watched a newborn and she was probably like... 12. Yeah. She was a was very wild. good babysitter. My sister's great with kids. She was she's a NICU nurse. Like she's very good with kids. But, but still, she was, she was also 12. very young. Yeah. <laughs> I used to always fall asleep at the people's houses and yeah. I I don't like sleeping at other people's houses when I was a kid. So it would be like 2 in the morning, I'd wake up in a weird place. First of all, terrifying. I just had a flashback. I like therapy flashback. I was at this people's house and I was in their basement and the kids were asleep and I was downstairs watching TV. I fell asleep. I must have been like 11 years old and they had a clown doll ah, in the basement. Why? And I woke up and saw that and I was like, mm, nope. And I just went home. I lived just a few blocks away. Did you just leave the kids? The, the parents were back by <laughs> oh, then, okay. but they didn't wake me up. They were just like, oh, oh we'll let her sleep. Because I live like two houses down and okay. they knew, you know, it was just like... Yeah is late it made sense just yeah, have me go yeah. home like, no me i creep right on out bye right i was like five six years old at my neighbor's house and i would spend the night and my, it was like my friend's house and it was across the street so it was like across a big street not yeah, just yeah. like a little a little one residential and i would just wake up in the middle of the night and i would just leave and not tell anyone and so the <laughs> wake up in the morning and think I'd be there and I would be gone. And they'd always like, Beth, you have to tell someone when you're going to leave. And I'm like, I'm just imagining this like five-year-old, four-year-old little girl just walking, walking down the street in like the middle of the night trying in, to in cross jam streets. Jams. Yeah, probably. Who knows if I had shoes on oh and just gosh. going home. And I'm like, how did I get in my house? Like... <laughs> Well, at that time, my parents probably didn't lock the door, but yeah, yeah, yeah it was just a different time. But this story about the babysitter is like the somebody's crank calling fear. them, which you can't even do anymore. Like, I feel yeah. bad for kids today because it's really hard to crank call people. Kevin, my husband never did it. Did you did you crank call people? I mean, yeah, a little bit. Not like strangers, but like boys I liked. 
we call and hang up. I did not like I had a boyfriend and then we broke up and his mom was not very nice. And we used to crank call his house because I was nice. like, his mom is mean. Oh, my gosh. It was so fun until Star 69. If you don't yeah. know what Star 69 was, is back in the day, you didn't even have caller ID. <laughs> so you would you could if somebody called you and you wanted to know who it was, you could star 69 them and it would say the number that called you. Yeah. And so then you could call that number like who the hell called me from this number? Yeah. And then you'd get a hold of somebody's parents. Yeah. And then it was like a whole, you know, a thing. But anyway. Someone got in trouble. Oh, yeah. man. No. that th- Yeah. You can't do that kind of thing no. anymore. But this babysitter is getting this like this crank call or whatever. And they're like, I'm, you know, at 12 o'clock, I'm going to get you and all this stuff. And they call the operator, which if you don't know what an operator was, <laughs> you're too young to be listening to this podcast. <laughs> But anyway, the, so they call the operator and um, basically the operator is like, the call's coming from inside the house. And, yeah. you know, then it's the scramble like they're inside the house. Trying Which to murder is you. the plot of. But also, I how is thinking about back in the day, you couldn't call yourself. It would just be like busy. Yeah. But so I'm wondering I if they had a second line in the house. See, again, if you don't you know rich. about having a second line, <laughs> you're too old. <laughs> too young to listen to this podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Enjoy your, your TikToks and, and your, your youth and your, and your tight skin and your um, knee cartilage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like a second line was definitely for rich people. Yeah, like nobody I knew had a second I, line. I remember for Christmas one year, I got call waiting. <laughs> Yeah. That was my gift. And it was amazing. We, so, okay. My grandparents had a second line because they had a business line. Mm, that so makes that sense. Was that was it. They were not rich at all yeah. in any way, shape, or form. But uh, I remember d- like dial up and it was like, I can't be on the internet yep. right now because my mom's expecting <laughs> yep. a call. <laughs> and then we got a little box that uh-huh. would like hold the call for you for a couple seconds. Oh, gosh. And it that was, was like just a game rough. changer. But then it would kick me off of my AOL chat. Which, oh my gosh. I remember one time it was Thanksgiving and I was chatting with someone from Florida. Ricky, yeah. if you're out there. No, I don't think his name. baby. But it was like, um, and we were having the best conversation. They're like, Beth, it's time for dinner. And I was just like so heartbroken because I had met my future husband. Um, and we never reconnected. So alas, I'm alone to this Ricky, day. Ricky, reach out. Yeah. I don't think that was his name. I had a long-term affair with a man named Barrett on the internet when I was a kid. Yeah. And um, I'm pretty sure Barrett was not a 16-year-old boy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was like a 49-year-old man, but it was a torrid affair. <laughs> And thankfully, we did not have web cameras at that time. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a lucky girl. <laughs> I feel like this is, comes back to our Delilah conversation yes. from earlier. We got a long distance dedication from Beth to Barrett. Yes. <laughs> I have my old computer and like ever so often, because one thing I've noticed is a lot of times people don't change their like usernames. Like oh, a yeah. lot of times it's just something. Wait, what was your username? MSB1167. MSB. Like Ms. Beth. Oh, very nice. Yeah. I like One it. love, 67 months or something. I can't remember. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It had a lot of meaning. And I still like I've I've changed now, but I had that for at least 15 years. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. years. It's yeah. it's just now like finally like all the stuff has shed off. But, yeah. Yeah. It takes a long time. Yeah. But I have my old computer and sometimes I just want to like crank it up and see like if I you know some of those old emails and just see because I I used to save my emails to my hard drive 
because I'm a oh. psychopath because I'd want to save them for like because yeah. <laughs> I was because they were modern day love letters right and you don't get love letters in the mail and just you know you can't yeah. bundle them with a ribbon you have to just put them in a folder on your iMac yeah but the folder's not named something because in case your mom finds it no it's deep yeah, yeah. it's like <laughs> You go like 15 <laughs> levels. So I did I told you I told you I went back. I think when we did go ask Alice, I went back and looked up my old like some of my high school poetry. Mm-hmm. Was it good? Oh, it was terrible. Yeah. It was such yeah, garbage. Yeah, yeah, I would hate to look back at like my my username on AOL was Spam Jenkinson. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. I don't know. I'm just glad that I mean, that honestly is the scariest thing is looking back yeah. at how cringe and how like it just it's good. I think it's actually a good exercise because it gives you a sense of appreciation when you see like kids doing stuff like whenever whenever I read those articles that are like Gen Z uh, doing bleh. And I'm like, we did the same shit. Exactly. It was just shifted for like a it different technological different. time. Yeah. So like there's just a little same... more permanent at times. But guess what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, my MySpace is somewhere. Some- my MySpace is still active. <laughs> so, like, I don't like. We were sort of at the beginning of that, and I, I had a, a deviant art. Mm, ooh, you were edgy. I, yeah, I wrote like I had like two drawings and like one written piece of, on it, and it's it's actually still good. It's still mm. cringy. But it's so good. It's kind of funny. I'll give it to you sometime. Oh, perfect. Okay. So in the spirit of spooky season, do you have any other stories before we dive into some scary movies? Like others. Oh, the ones that I like. Scary stories. Yeah. Anything else that we missed? I'm pretty sure that if you wear a dress that touched formaldehyde once, you're not going to die. Probably not. No, that one was in the (laughs) That was a little bit like... Okay, I never heard that one, though, in like real life. So that was the one I was looking up for this because I wanted to make sure. I'm pretty sure that's not true. We should ask uh, a mortician. Kate, ask a mortician. Oh, I love that channel. Ask a mortician on yeah. YouTube. Love her. Yeah. Kaylin Doherty. Doherty. Mm-hmm. I bought her book. The smoke oh, gets in you. your eye. Way to, way to um, support. Oh, she's an excellent writer and super fascinating. Mm-hmm. So we actually started looking at her. She, good spooky. Actually, good spooky season stuff right now. Uh, mm-hmm. But she does like she has a channel where if you guys don't know this on YouTube, she's got a channel where she she's a mortician and she has a death positive uh, uh, funeral home in L.A. Mm-hmm. that I guess she's now moving. But anyway, they uh, she talks a lot about, uh, you know, just death practices. And yeah. we started watching her after like my husband's grandmother was interred at a mausoleum mm. and in a very nerdy moment. I was very sad, but yeah. also so like, what like, does that mean? How does this not smell bad in here? Yeah. And so they, she had a, a video that explained it all. And so I started watching her channel. But yeah, she's fantastic. Mm-hmm. We should ask a mortician. But I, I'm pretty sure that that's not true. But I was reading another article and they said that that's actually a really old myth. That, mm. Like that they, there's like Greek myths that like somebody puts on a piece of fabric that oh. has touched a poison I, and then they die. Mm. And so it's like a very old story. I was going to say, too, because like I'm pretty sure like for a while they used formaldehyde in like Brazilian blowouts or something because people were like, you shouldn't get that. It's like, yeah, toxic. No, I think if you just touch formaldehyde, you're not going to immediately die. That's good to know. Yeah. I know. I work with all these chemists and sometimes I just want to like, what's a po- oh. what's a poison that I could use that's undetectable? And then no. I'm like, you look like a psycho. Yeah. And I'm like, I just, I'm like, I'm writing a plot to a story. Well, my favorite one was the murder, the perfect murder weapon from the lovely bones is an icicle. Oh, yeah. Because it, the evidence smells. So yeah. I like that one. Um, yeah. 
could get beryliosis, which will kill you. I don't even know what that That's is. That's when you ingest beryllium. Oh, I literally, anything, I think everything can kill me, which it can. Everything is deadly in some way, especially, yeah. Breakfast hot dogs? What? Breakfast hot dogs? Yeah. Deadly? Oh my gosh. Dude, that's been my jam. I've been <laughs> like, having breakfast hot dogs for the last three days. I'm like definitely on like a food kick right now. And it's just like all I want are wieners, <laughs> which not like that. Put, put your face away. <laughs> but like I want bratwurst and I want, but I get all vegan that ones. Is indeed and what I want. She said, Oh my gosh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Anyway, that's what's scary to me is a bunch of wieners. Oh gosh. Okay, I have I had I needed to share my childhood trauma. So I made a list of the movies that scared me the most that I watched before yes. the age of 12. <gasps> okay. And so this is my list. It oh. is definitive. Okay. If you disagree with this list and say it's not scary for anyone out there, you are wrong. Am I allowed to am I allowed to veto any of them? You can veto and you can add to. Okay. If, if you get triggered yeah. because, you know, signs might just come back up. It's so scary. It's so scary. <laughs> when he cuts the finger off in the pantry. Ah. ah. Oh my <laughs> god, I almost took out the light. Just so scared. <laughs> or there's so many spots in that movie where it's just like it's so tense. It's so good because he doesn't like it. It becomes less scary once he shows the monster. But like, there's like the leg in the cornfield, and it took yeah. me like three times to see it. And then the first time I saw it, I did the same thing that that Joaquin Phoenix does when he sees the the alien walking in the vamos kids vamos yeah 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 oh. it's just that it's like, stop it's like, ah. yeah I'm a, I'm a, I yell at the screen yeah me too I'm a yeller like me what are you too. doing dummy. No, yeah. you want to do that? Like, I that's the only way I can cope. That's why I can't watch it in theaters. I talk too much. Oh, okay. So. Okay, let's see it. Let's first see. one, in no specific order, is Dolls, which I brought up. Dolls, I have never seen this movie. Dolls is porcelain dolls that come to life and kill people. Yeah. It was terrifying. And I had a collection of porcelain dolls in my room and okay they, their eyes would follow me around and it was so scary my mom used to sell christmas around the world which was like avon but for christmas stuff so she'd have these christmas parties and so every year she would get me you know through her sales she would get me like a porcelain doll for a few years no and so i had these dolls and they were so scary they were freaking that's probably why i don't like british kids don't come at me it's because these dolls are pale ass white porcelain spooky and one of them was in a victorian outfit it's all coming together this is the root (laughs) the root (laughs) root of the the trauma yeah i have to say i did watch that movie a few years later yeah not as scary (laughs) it was actually a little bit of like an 80s tna movie (laughs) i was like "Mm." (laughs) this is inappropriate in a different way (laughs) why did i watch this when i was a child see this is the thing is like turns out Boob, not Boob, scary. Not scary. <laughs> Doll, Doll, scary. <laughs> so my my friend, my college roommate, was obsessed with these like baby hand, baby doll hand soap. Oh no! Oh, I know, I know, Jess. If you're listening. I hate this crap. But anyway, she has a porcelain baby doll head. And my other friend and I, Kelsey, well, every time we go to her house, like put it face down in a pot and she gets super mad. But anyway, I told her if she did not stop sending me shit with baby dolls Mm -hmm. in a baby porcelain dolls, Mm -hmm. I was going to get back at her. And so she sent me some photo documentary about a defunct baby doll factory. Nope. Yeah. With some dusty, discarded doll heads. And so I mailed her the Celine Dion and Getty's collaboration coffee uh, table book. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> it was that's so its own horror show. <laughs> it's so bad. Oh, that's bad. Google 
Celine Dion and Gettys. Oh my gosh, that's bringing back some '90s memories. <laughs> She's like holding a baby in a bag as like an eggplant. No, it's so no, bad. just stop. Ugh. Okay, so '90s horror. Keep going. Um, killer clowns from outer space. Never saw that. Terrifying. Really? There's these clowns that come from outer space. It's in the title. It is pretty. <laughs> pretty that they actually have i think it's at universal studios when they're horror horror or whatever they have a killer clowns area Mm -hmm. but the clowns are just terrifying in the way they look and they zap you and they wrap you in cotton candy and then they Ah. suck out your blood with like curly straws it's actually really campy and fun but again as a child and they have boobs there's a clown getting it's another tna movie and it's like it's just like what what am i watching at nine like where are my parents <laughs> I but it like is terrifying the idea that you watched like a bunch of like kind of sexy horror movies but you were like so wrapped up in the <laughs> horror yes it was it was that the next one it has a disclaimer because there's definitely some transphobia in it but it's yeah. sleepaway camp never saw it's it. from the 80s and it's basically like this girl goes to camp and people start dying in weird ways like one girl gets murdered by her curling iron oh like no. and then That's another person like gets like dunked into like a boiling pit of oil and it's awful again it's not like after like watching it as an adult it's like definitely not like my jam but as a kid yeah it was so terrifying but again huge disclaimer homophobia transphobia not your friend but again this was the 80s yeah i was left unsupervised by fred and linda and (laughs) (laughs) and i was watching movies that i shouldn't have on hbo late at night Okay, the next one is the original It with Tim Curry. Oh, I did you watch that? No, I love Tim Curry though. We just watched Rocky Horror Picture Show. He's so fabulous. Yeah, he's wonderful. But that movie was so terrifying. Like I remember watching it with my friend. Her name's April. I don't think you're listening, but April, I remember we were left at home alone, like sleeping at my house. Uh, My parents went out and we're watching it. And all of a sudden we hear a bang and a glass falls down and breaks in the garage or something. And a cat had gotten in there, but we were just like screaming. And in it, he comes up through the toilet. Can I tell you, I already am not a fan of the bathroom. It was like hard to go to the bathroom for like three weeks because I was afraid that his yeah. face was going to come up and like eat me from below, like in a not good way. We have a, <laughs> we have an urban legend. I guess it's it's not urban. It's a very rural legend yeah. in my family. Yeah. That a snake came up through the pipes and bit my oh. great aunt in the butt. Yeah. No, so, no. Yeah. This would no. not be fun. No, it's terrifying, but yeah. it's really good. And I tried to watch the reboot. Uh-huh. And like, I remember at the time I was working with teens and like they're all seeing it. So I'm like, all right, just stop being a little bitch. Stop. You're going to watch this movie. I watched it in the high noon, right? Yeah, yeah. Brightest part of the day. Everything open. I was watching on at home Mm -hmm. so I could pause it. I'm subtly fast forwarding, like sliding through (laughs) it. And it's so scary. I can only get through the first 25, 30 minutes. I was like, oh, no, not for me. No, no. Nope. It was so creepy. Okay. Um, Trolls 2. Have not seen that. Oh my gosh. Trolls 2 is amazing. Okay. Basically, this family gets, um, they're like on a family trip, I think, and they, their car breaks down or their motorhome breaks down in some town. And then there's some frat boys that break down too. Yeah. And little do they know that the town is overrun by these trolls. And that if you eat the pie, you start becoming a plant that then feeds the like troll mother. It is insane. And it's not scary, so you could watch it. Yeah. It's so campy and so fun. There's actually a documentary on it. Trolls 2, though. Again, why was I watching that when I was 10? But it was really good. So highly recommend. I'm just sad that you don't know any of these. I know. I'm sorry. I, I, the I'm next sorry. three, you're not going to know either. They're kind of... What are they? In quick succession. 
the cat's eye, poltergeist, and poltergeist. I know. Okay, poltergeist is scary. Poltergeist. They used to have that on Caroline. VPN. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh, her and her little wet red footy jammies. Yeah. But there's like a mm-hmm. line from it. She's like, "Will they be the there here?" here. Yeah. Yeah. And no, then I've seen I love guys. the séance lady. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, it's so scary when they're like pulling her through and they're like yeah. giving birth through the door. And that movie is terrifying. And Mm-mm. again, I watched it. It is elementary school. So yeah, yeah. My other friends are watching Strawberry Shortcake. I am watching Poltergeist. Um, What's- and and then the next one is Woman in White. No. Oh my gosh. That one is effing terrifying. Okay. And it's about this little boy and he just starts getting haunted. Yeah. And he's haunted at school and it's super scary and he kind of uncovers this murder that happens. Yeah. But there's this this legend of this woman in white yeah. that kind of haunts the town and it is terrifying. It's Mona from um um who's the boss? The mom, the grandma. <laughs> Which you probably don't know who that is, but uh, she's this like fiery haired yeah. lady, and she's just so scary. Oh. Yeah, and Cat's Eye stars Drew Barrymore. It's another huh. Stephen King. Basically, she adopts a cat. Yeah, and the cat tries to save her from a troll. So we we watched we read a lot of Stephen King. There was like so we had to do accelerated reader in school, so you had to read books. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we, there was like a, a Stephen King period where like my friend Danny Hoyt used to read a lot of Stephen King. I couldn't do it because I was like too spooky. Mm-hmm. But all right, I guess my movies would be Signs. Yeah. It's scary. Leprechaun. Okay. That's scary. Where he cuts the gold out of the guy's belly. He gives the guy the wish and then he cuts the gold out of the belly. Leprechaun 2 in the hood. Bullshit. That one was not scary. And then the one that scared me the most was we watched another Stephen King one, Pet Cemetery. Oh my gosh, that's terrifying. So we watched that when we were in school? Super young. No, oh, no, no. Okay. I watched it with my parents. My mom, my parents like scary movies. So we watched it with my parents. And my mom was like, We I was done. I yeah. did not want to watch it. And she was like, No, you gotta finish it because you're gonna because you need to get closure. You know, that's why you gotta finish these scary movies because you get closure. No. There's no closure at the end no. of it. It's a cliffhanger. No. There's no Pet Cemetery is still scary. It's super, super scary. And then there's the kid, the, the devil. Oh. That kid is. My brother used to because he thought it was funny because it would scare us all. He'd come up and be like, First, I played with Judd. Then I played with mommy. Now I want to play with you. Because that's the thing he says when he kills people. Oh, that kid is so creepy. Yeah. So creepy. Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery is super scary. Super scary. Uh, Contender, arachnophobia. You ever watch that? No, I can't watch it. It's terrifying. John Candy, so good. Yeah. Like, Okay, so other two scariest things I'm going to say are from video games. Okay. The part in Harry Potter where you have to fight the spider, you have to fight Aragog. (laughs) (laughs) My siblings made so much fun of me, but I was like clicking and screaming the whole time. And then there's, um, do you ever play the game Dragon Age? No, but I've heard of it. It's good. It's it's actually a really good game. It's super fun. But there's this one scene where you have to go fight. There's this like um this this race of like orcs and stuff, mm-hmm. and there are all these all these like orc creepy creatures, and there are all these um sort of corrupt versions of mm. the races that are you know of dwarves and elves and all that stuff, and all these different orcs are the the corrupted version of these different races, and the thing that births them is the brood mother, mm. and it's this creepy blood with Mm-mm. a lot of titties that Mm-mm. you have to fight and it's just so creepy. No, thank you. I hate that stuff. Um, I need to put an asterisk for for 
um, arachnophobia, it's John Goodman, who I love. I love John yeah, Goodman. It's really, not John Candy. Not John Candy. It, not the late Did you great. ever see the Cloverfield, uh, the Cloverfield uh, yeah, Project? Yeah, I watched that. It was scary in a different way. Yeah, because it's like, yeah. I really liked the first Cloverfield movie, though. Yeah. The, the monster. I think it's a good monster movie. It's also another shaky cam. Yeah. You know what game scared me growing up? is I One of the first games I ever had was Mist. Oh. And that was like, I would play that late at night sometimes. And it was mm-hmm. like, nothing was happening. But it was just the, it was that. Yeah. I would get myself amped up. Yeah. Yeah. I can see how that happened. Yeah. There's just lots of scary stuff in this world. Anything else that you're terrified of that you need to get off your chest? Spiders. Spiders. Yeah. Good to know. We, the spiders are back in the building. Just so you know. I know. I keep saying all that. I was really excited. We got a new building and my happiest moment was that we had slightly less spiders than the last building, which had a lot of spiders. There's these weird ass spiders that are outside, though, that they run towards you, not from you. And I'm like, what do they look like? Are they they're really flat? Oh, and they're like really low to the ground. And like no. you walk by them and it's just like they're scurrying towards you. And I'm like, no, stomp. No. And the other day I was waiting for someone and I looked to my right and there's this big, fat, juicy spider outside. That's I was like, is that a black widow? Because like was it the like kind of black and stubby ones that are like black and fuzzy? No, this was like a fat butt. No. Long leg, nope. disgusting. No, ma'am. It was like a uh, one that like Morticia Adams would have had in her yeah. hair. Like no. it was. I don't like that shit. It was good. I can do the little um like the jumping spiders because they're kind of like dogs. They mm. sort of just run around and they do their thing. I just don't like the ceiling spiders. Yeah, the ones that drop. Jo- down. Yeah, they drop down and you're like, what's in my yeah. peripheral? Oh, a baby spider. They are in the trees in the parks. Oh, yeah, here, really bad. All the like or weavers <laughs> they and were stuff. outside, yeah, yeah. In the parking lot really bad the other day, and I'm like, I know what is that? I'm like, we were no. out playing uh, ultimate under the light, ultimate frisbee under the lights, uh, oh. and you can see all nope. the webs coming across. It's so gross. It's like, no, thank you. They're like floating in the breeze. That's it's not so how nasty. I want to live my life. Yeah, I I don't like spiders. I don't like spiders and anything kind of like. I think the scariest things are things that are sort of humanoid but not human. Oh, interesting. So, like, I think that's why I'm scared of, like, aliens. It's because oh, it's, like, okay. human-ish, yeah. but not quite. And, like, anything that... And I think that's actually, like, an evolutionary fear to, like, mm. get you not to be, like, poking dead bodies and shit. Yeah, which is smart. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, like, the only other thing I'm legitimately, like, don't... It's not that I'm scared, like, a phobia, yeah. but I do not like frogs. Like, I hate Whoa, frogs. Oh, really? Yeah. They're unpredictable. Oh, yeah, they, they are. They can jump in your face. Yes. I lived out for a while, like, in the boonies, and, like, there was a pond yeah. or some creek nearby, <laughs> and there's always frogs in the summer jumping, <laughs> and it's just like, I can't with you. Like, if you said, Beth, you're going to have to pick this frog up, I'm like, well, you're going to have to give me a volume. Like, it's... How do you feel about worms? So, I actually um, have some... A confession... I got a microscope when I was eight or nine. Yeah. And I would, anytime it rained, I would go get juicy worms and I would dissect them and look at them under the scope. Oh, we actually did that in school. We did the okay. earthworm dissection. It was super yeah. cool. Yeah. I did that for fun. Uh, okay. um, <laughs> Serial worm killer <laughs> yeah, here. So now, whenever I see worms, like it's been a rainstorm yeah. and they, they didn't get back to like you have a the desire soil, to go back to I killing. Go, no, no. I go and I pick them up and I put them in grass oh. because I feel bad for murdering so many worms when I was a kid. We used to, okay. A, a responding confession <laughs> with bugs. We used to take ladybugs and we would pick their wings off so they would stay in the garden. Oh, that's cruel. We're really terrible. Okay. We didn't, I didn't mention this earlier, but I was wondering have you ever like 
you know, we we're talking a little bit about scary stories when you're yeah. a kid and stuff. Did you ever scare your friends or did you ever like I was normally the one that was scared. One time in grad school, a guy walked up behind me as a joke and said, give me your money. And it was like Tuesday and on like at like noon near the cafeteria. <laughs> and I punched him because I was so scared. You know, I normally was the uh, one. In it. And he was like, what the hell? And I was like, don't do this. This is Los Angeles. Like, like that's not appropriate. <laughs> no. Get out of here. I'm but, a, uh, yeah. a lay in wait scarer. So I Are used you? to love like I would go to my best friend's house and like her siblings or stuff over there. I would stand in a doorway for uh, 15 minutes to jump out at someone. My dad. I love that. My dad loves that too. Yeah. He thinks that's so funny. Yeah. I yeah. Well, I <laughs> I was usually the one that was like on the receiving end of it because like I just was like walking around like a space cadet the whole time. Like doo, 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 doo. Mm. one okay, this is this is bad, but and it's so okay. I was a freshman in high school mm-hmm. and it was like so there's three of us in this English class that are hanging out. And we were all from like two of us were in like similar friend groups and one wasn't. But we were all just chilled in class. And so one day, like one of the girls was out and we were like, we should play, play a prank on her. So when she's back tomorrow, what we're oh, going to do no. is we're going to convince her that because my other friend, I'll call her C, she lived out like in the boonies and um, she was home alone that weekend. And so we're like, okay, we're going to say somebody like came to your house that weekend and was trying to like camp on your property and then just like went crazy and you killed him. And then that we need to go after school and bury the body. <laughs> So, so the girl comes the next day and we have this a lot we're like, oh, well, you are no. not gonna like she was all like you're not gonna believe what happened like it, she didn't mean to do it but like we're gonna have to like we, like after school we have to go and help her dispose of this body and we kept it going for so long and it was so such an in-depth story all I remember the girl's eyes were so big oh my thank the God. Lord Jesus there was no cell phones at that time because she would have been like 911ing yeah, it underneath calling. but we had to tell her at the end because she was literally gonna call the police on yeah. us but it was so worth it. She was so scared. I was like, oh my gosh, I think I found my calling. Oh Just my scaring god. the shit out of people. <laughs> I, oh god, that would have like it yeah. was amazing. Like the ruse was me. so good. Ugh. So I like doing that kind of prank where you like lie to somebody about something. That sounds awful, but yeah. uh usually it ha- like for me, it's like something really silly. Like oh. it's like a surprise party type thing. Oh, okay. Kind of like- no, mine's always like a felony. I murdered somebody. <laughs> it's always a felony. It's always something traumatic and horrible. That. Kevin would hate that so yeah. much. Let's let's think of someone we know that we could pull this prank on. Sam and I were recording the podcast and something horrible happened. Oh, we can do it on my husband, but he would be so He would not be upset. happy. He'd be like, God damn it. I told you not to murder people. God, now we have to deal with this. This is some bullshit. Oh like, I got work at the morning. <laughs> right? That's the thing as an adult. It's like, oh, crap. You got to pull I me to this. I just want to sleep. <laughs> okay. One last thing. What do we rate this book? What do we rate scary stories to tell in the dark? I don't even know what the rating scale would be. Toes. Toes. <laughs> Toes and That was soup. such a gross. The one where they split one toe between three people. Uh, knowingly. Yeah. Not even on accident. Knowingly. Which, you're hungry. You're hungry, man. No. there's not, I would eat so many things on a body before a toe. Two hot dogs. Two hot dogs. <laughs> oh. Okay. So what would you rate this? Ooh. Mm. I, you know, for uh, on the spooky scale, I think also because I read it in the daylight. Yeah. I would say it's... Two out of five formaldehyde-laden dresses. Mm. It's not that scary. Mm, yeah, I would say maybe two boos. Two boos? Like, boo, boo. boo. It's that. Weak boo or strong boo? It's like, weak. Boo or <laughs> yeah. like, boo. I'm sorry, that boo, if you yeah. came up from like, boo, I'd be like, ma'am, 
what are you calling me your boo <laughs> it's We're definitely two. Uh, it's definitely two booze i think if i was a kid and yeah. read this it would be like two shit your pants like two i would have been yeah i would have been no thank you ma'am i would have been it two shits your pants and i have to sleep with my mom and dad for a week yeah you know reading this with a flashlight under the covers at night too much i'm gonna be honest though the bibliography and the history oh, behind geez. all of them <laughs> 10 out of 10 water glasses from signs. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Loved every part of I it. I just think that's amazing that you read it. <laughs> <laughs> I nerded out. I was like, this is the best part of the damn book. There's like all this history. It's so, so good. So good. So yeah. good. They talked about the Hearst song I mean, being a coping mechanism. I loved it. I thought that part was better. That was way better than... I love that the bibliography was your, like, this was the greatest part of this book, Beth. <laughs> I'm going to say that probably would have been the same as a child. Yes. Okay. Just wonderful. Big old nerd. I love it. Well, if you love this podcast, you can help us out by sharing it with a friend or two or three or everyone you know. Actually, that would really help us. So just yeah. hit that share button and just spam everybody. Yeah. Also, you can leave us um, a nice, happy, non-trollish to review. And also just follow us on Instagram and make sure you subscribe. So that all helps us to just make this wonderful yeah. podcast for you. And Sam and I love doing this. I especially love getting a little boozy on a yeah. weeknight. I feel like such a rebel. <laughs> Um, I go I go to the work next day like y'all didn't party last night I partied with Sam yeah. <laughs> partied hard I, I had made half a cocktail you, you, ha- you get one whole cocktail okay I got one whole Two cocktail cocktail yeah for me that's like oh gonna sleep well tonight <laughs> as we shake our we're shaking our shimmies right now shake. <laughs> okay so next month yes we have a new exciting book pick. <laughs> I've never read it. Yeah. So I'm kind of excited because I think you've read it a few times. I've read it, I think, at least once. Okay. That counts as once. Yeah, <laughs> Not that's all you get. That's, that's all. all I get in this life. Do you want to share what it is? I think I know what it is. It's it, it, Are You There, God? It's me, Margaret. Yes. So I, I tell you, I had a book club in grad school when we read young adult books and the lady that ran it was very sweet um but also every month i would email her and be like this is my pick <laughs> like, like shut up no <laughs> so i've never read it though so i'm okay. super t- i don't even know what it's about because i like to go into these it's things blind coming, coming of age womanhood <laughs> great um i mean sounds super fun but I got it. I have it. It looks good. And I've heard things. Yeah. It's a. Oh, it's another banned book. Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing, though, with that book. Yeah. For whatever reason, who is it written by? Do you remember? Right. Judy Bloom, I think. Yeah. I keep thinking it's Beverly Johnson. So in my head, it's the woman that wrote Ramona. <laughs> so I'm like, how could this oh. be a banned book? <laughs> it's Ramona. Yeah. And Ramona I'm like, I feel like these are different authors. <laughs> <laughs> so every time I've heard, like, I'm yeah. like, why would I read that? It's like. I think there's a couple banned Judy Bloom books. It's like Tiger Eyes also gets bloom, banned, bloomed, banned, bloomed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I, you know, so my mom made me read this because I yeah. needed to prepare for being a woman by reading this book. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Get ready for next month. Get ready to become women, to flower, oh, yes. to bloom, to blo- to Judy bloom, to Judy bloom. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>